Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. One week from today, SBJ is hosting the 2021 Sports Business Awards. During the special night, SBJ will pay tribute to Lifetime Achievement recipient Paul Fireman with a special presentation by Greg Norman. Register today on the events section of our website or in the show notes below. Hope to see you at the Sports Business Awards next Wednesday night. You know, while many were hoping the USGA might pair previous U.S. Open winners and adversaries, Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau together at Torrey Pines on Thursday, the USGA, nope, they are not going in that direction. According to sources of ESPN, the USGA made no effort to pair the two in what could have made for a very tense, dramatic round. The U.S. Open, of course, starts Thursday, tomorrow, and we'll have more on tomorrow's Buzzcast. But this is today's Buzzcast for Wednesday, June 16th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Let's start with some major news broke last night by R. Terry Lefton. The NFL has signed a major sponsorship deal in the spirits category, which is a new category for the league. The NFL and Diageo have completed a comprehensive marketing deal that one agency source estimated the all-in cost could be at $30 million a year. Of course, this will be the NFL's first sponsorship in the spirits category. Sources said that Diageo gets exclusivity across spirits, but it will market three main brands. So expect to see a lot of Smirnoff Vodka, Captain Morgan flavored rum, and Crown Royal Whiskey next year during NFL action. Diageo already has 11 team deals across the league. Sources told Terry Lefton that the Diageo deal with the NFL has been in the works since last year. And again, one agency source estimated the all-in cost at $30 million per year, with about half of that being the rights fee, and the other half, of course, assorted other spending, including media, but a major, major deal for the NFL in the spirits category with Diageo. Last night, we saw Kevin Durant's amazing performance that put the Nets up 3-2. That was in front of 16,000 at the Barkley Center. The Lightning, even their semifinal series against the Islanders last night in front of a crowd of nearly 15,000 at Amelie Arena. But the big story last night, yes, the grand reopening of California specifically. And for the first time since October of 2019, that was Game 5 of the 19 National League Division Series, Dodger Stadium was filled to capacity as 52,000 watched the Dodgers win last night again. That was for the first time since October of 2019. The Dodgers said it was the largest crowd for a pro team sports league game. So again, they're qualifying that 
in the United States since the start of COVID in March 2020. The Dodgers called it reopening day. They wore the same uniforms they wore for their home opener in April. Brad Paisley sang the national anthem. There were bobbleheads around Justin Turner that were given to the first 25,000 fans who arrived. But the bottom line is more than 52,000 at Dodger Stadium. What a great night for sports fans in California. So great to see that news. Of course, the Dodgers are up for Sports Team of the Year next week at the Sports Business Awards, and so are the Columbus crew. And the crew had big news, and the crew, outside of a fumbled effort to change its name, has been on a very nice run. Remember, the crew almost left Columbus for Austin, but local fan supporter groups mounted an impressive effort to keep the team. Now the team's owned by the Haslam family, and Dr. P. Edwards. The team won the MLS Cup last year and is moving into a new downtown stadium next month. Yesterday, the crew announced that Columbus-based financial technology startup Lower is the team's new naming rights partner. They will have the name on the team's new 20,000-seat stadium. It'll be called Lower.com Field. Terms were not disclosed, but multiple sources estimated to our Mark Burns that the agreement's average annual value would be in the three to $4 million range, which is a pretty good deal for an MLS facility. The sports agency Legends assisted the crew on the deal. The company Lower did not work with any outside agency. Lower CEO Dan Snyder led negotiations for the company. I thought that his comments were very interesting. He said they were using naming rights to really generate broader brand awareness for the company. They were also looking at identifying with millennials and Gen Z, and he said that they liked the makeup of the crew's fan base, which he said was millennial and Gen Z. He said that in terms of making such a big marketing expenditure, quote, instead of dinking and dunking on little things, let's just make a big splash, end quote. And of course, Lower did make a pretty big splash by getting naming rights for the crew's new stadium, and it will be called Lower.com Fields. You'll see that when the facility opens on July 3rd. You know, we've talked about the superstar racing experience on the Buzzcast all this week, and the debut on Saturday night was a hit in Connecticut on site, and now the ratings are out. And while they're fine, I'm sure series officials are hoping to see them grow as the series continues. The initial race on Saturday night, according to our Austin Carp, averaged 1.3 million viewers on CBS, but Carp noted it went up against major sports competition on Saturday night. It went up against Jazz Clippers on ABC. That averaged more than 4 million viewers. MLB had regional action on Fox. That had more than 2.3 million viewers. And the Olympic diving trials were were on NBC that had 1.76 million viewers. So superstar racing experience averaging 1.3 million viewers on CBS on Saturday night. Comparing that to other motorsports programming, that figure is just above the Xfinity Series average on Fox Sports 1 this season. That averages about 1.1 million viewers. So I'm sure SRX officials are hoping to see that number grow. So where did the series score well? Well, host market Hartford, New Haven, led all markets in ratings, followed by Louisville, Tulsa, Dayton, 
in Nashville. So that's where you see the superstar racing experience drawing its best viewership in those markets. The New York Times is reporting today that the marathon space is getting a major shot in the arm as New York City will get another full marathon. City officials there have approved a new race, the Brooklyn Marathon. It will take place on April 24th. That will provide city runners and national runners another option for a full 26.2 mile race in the New York City market besides the New York City Marathon. The New York City Marathon is, of course, the world's largest marathon, and that's run in November. Well, the Brooklyn Marathon will be run on a Sunday in April, and it's a strong signal for the running community as local organizers have for years been trying to get a second road marathon in the New York City market. Now they have it. Another big deal signed around the LA 28 and the overall Olympic Games. Look for Salesforce to be a prominent promoter of the Olympic movement in the U.S. Salesforce has agreed to a seven-year deal with Team USA LA 28 and NBC Universal, and will be a founding partner of LA 28, which will use the Salesforce Customer 360 platform and other Salesforce technology. So, as I noted, this is a multifaceted deal, and its element with NBC will include sponsorship of the Olympic and Paralympic Games coverage through 2028. So, you'll start seeing it around the Tokyo Games next month. And this deal continues a recent nice run for the Olympic movement in the United States and LA28. They recently extended Team USA partner Deloitte last month. They signed that major deal with Comcast as a founding partner in March, and now they agree to a seven-year deal with Salesforce. So LA28 starting to score some impressive deals. And let's end the morning buzzcast around people and personalities. This first item, I think, very interesting. How can athletes potentially impact the value of major sports sponsors? Well, here's one potential way. Conspiracy theorists are noting that after Cristiano Ronaldo removed two Coca-Cola bottles at a Euro 2020 news conference on Monday, it led to a $4 billion drop in Coca-Cola's share price. When Ronaldo sat down at the media availability, he did not like the sight of two Coke bottles and he moved those and held up a bottle of water. Immediately thereafter, Coca-Cola saw its share price drop by 1.6% and the market value saw a 4 billion dollar drop. Again, this is great fodder for conspiracy theorists and it's very loosely tied together, but there is a connection. Now, Coca-Cola, an official sponsor of Euro 2020, responded in a very diplomatic way saying that everyone is entitled to their drink preferences, but a very interesting anecdote coming out of Euro 2020 in Cristiano Ronaldo's news conference. And finally, we'll end with this. Shiz Suzuki, who has headed sponsorship marketing at AT AT&T since November of 2017 and a very influential executive in the sports sponsorship space is leaving AT&T to take on a similar role at American Express. SBJ's Terry Lefton reported this yesterday. Suzuki was an SBJ game changer last year. She'll start at American Express next month. She'll relocate from Los Angeles to New York. She has been at AT&T for 14 years and really was a big advocate for women's sports at AT&T. And again, a very influential voice in the sports sponsorship space. No replacement for her has been named yet at AT&T, but Shiz Suzuki leaving AT&T for American Express. And tonight's a big night at the U.S. Swimming Trials. In case you're watching, Katie Ledecky will race twice 
First, the 200 meters, followed an hour later by the 1500 meter freestyle final. So a big night for U.S. Swimming and Katie Ledecky this evening on NBC. So that is your morning buzzcast again. It is Wednesday, June 16th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.